At Wheaton Park District, we manage 54 parks, dozens of playgrounds, tennis courts, and a mini golf and skate park. We have an accredited zoo, a county museum, multiple athletic fields and sports complex, two swimming pools, 150 acres of nature preserves, and a 27-hole golf course and banquet facility. Everything else is just a talk in the park. Today, we have Tara Johnson, Lincoln Marsh Program Manager, on the podcast. We talk about the impact her and her staff have on nature play at the Lincoln Marsh and throughout Wheaton Park District. We discuss the newly opened Prairie Patch play area and how that great idea came to fruition. Tara, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about nature play today. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you interested in working in outdoor education and programming. I developed a love of nature as a young child, and I really credit my parents for fostering that. What I look back now and I think about what my childhood play was, um, it was nature play. I loved being outdoors, discovering nature, and I knew as I grew up that I wanted to do something uh, that had a positive impact on our earth and do something for the environment. When I was in college, I thought that career would be in natural resources management or restoration, basically preventing and correcting problems that we already found in our natural environments. But then I did an internship and was introduced to environmental education and quickly found that that was my calling. That would be my way to make that impact, Um, educating and sharing my passion about nature and the environment with others with the hopes that then I would inspire them to care, to make good decisions. Um, And I hope that the more that I could inspire people to understand and care, the more likely that they would want to take care of the earth and then make better decisions as they became adults. So when you were a kid, like what were some of your fun games that you played uh, that were outdoors and in nature? Um, I don't know that I would necessarily call them games, I guess, (laughs) looking back at it now. Um, But basically, just when we were outdoors, where I grew up in the northwest suburbs, um, it was really undeveloped area that I grew up in. My subdivision had nothing but open space around it. It wasn't pristine natural areas, anything of that sort. Uh, It was just vacant fields. So we collected caterpillars. We played with salamanders and collected frogs, um, built forts, those types of things. And so when I think back to that, that was nature play. It wasn't coined a term back then. It wasn't popular. That's just what people did. Right. People were just outdoors playing and come home when the, the bell rings and yep. that's when dinner is and you're out the, every day. So, so that's much. great. So what are some of the summer camps offered at the Lincoln Marsh and have you taken some of your childhood games that you played and incorporated that into the programs? Absolutely. Uh, Lincoln Marsh has day camps for ages from 18 months all the way for 14 years old. We have over 25 different themes and options. Um, That's kind of where that comes into what my interests were. Um, So being able to take a specific topic and develop that into a camp and activities. Um, We have camps ranging from fishing to things all of nature, geocaching, uh, team building. Our nature camps really help to answer all the questions that children might have about nature. Um, We take those activities and we center them around hands-on learning, explorations, games, stories, crafts, etc. And then our team adventure camps for the little bit older age actually uses our challenge course. So they'll use the high ropes course or the climbing tower. Um, We even have a parent-child camp to help to really foster that love of the outdoors and get the parent as comfortable as the children are. Love that. A lot of different options out there for anybody interested. So it's uh, it's great to have. So can you tell us more about the Prairie Patch uh, play area at the Lincoln Marsh? 
the nature play area opened up just less than two months ago uh, with the dedication actually on Earth Day, which I felt was really fitting. And that was planned, obviously, around that. Um, we had over 400 people attend, which really spoke volumes to me about the curiosity um, of nature play in our community. Uh, the concept of nature play is really that it can bring children and families together to play and learn in an unstructured and natural environment. So the idea is really to be unstructured in the whole type of play, to be active, uh, free exploration. Lots of research actually shows that nature play impacts the social, emotional, intellectual, and physical well-being of kids in a positive way. So playground equipment really isn't playground equipment at all. Uh, instead of the standard metal and plastic structures typically seen, it's natural materials, boulders, logs, dirt, sticks. Um, park goers really incorporate the surrounding landscape in their playtime, and that's the concept and idea behind it, even though it is built um, as a mom myself, I think one of my greatest gifts that I can give to my two boys is to share my love of nature. And it doesn't take much to take kids outside. Um, use your senses. Look, listen, touch. Um, you know, I don't encourage the sense of taste because <laughs> you never know what you might be encountering. But I can speak from experience that when I let my kids take the lead, the natural curiosity really um, leads us on what our next, next adventure might be. And I think I'm really excited about the nature play area because I appreciate and how valuable it is to get kids outdoors. And my whole goal with this project was to provide that natural space for parents to feel comfortable, to bring their kids um, different than the, than the conventional playground. And we really want to promote children's health and outdoor play. And so by providing that, we hope that we can promote that sense of wonder um, and discovery in those who visit and play. Yeah, so for people that haven't been there, because uh, it is really cool, can you share like some of the stations or like some of the, um, what's the activities or activities, what, yeah. what people can do while they're yeah. there? And we, we often call them stations. Um, we have a music area, so we have a pebble harp where you can take rocks and literally just drop them into um, a harp. We have a thunder drum. We have um, some bells. We have just sticks around so that kids can build and play on their own. We have a boulder area. We have a dry creek bed that actually collects some water, and it's been really useful for us because we have a, a mud wall um, where people can paint using their hands, or we provide some materials out there, and then they can use the water from the creek. I've seen a lot of uh, what I guess I'd call organic um, growth, which is really fun to just go out. And I've done this a few times, just watch the kids play and see what they're actually into and in, uh, playing with. Tree cookie blocks, as we call them. So basically taking logs and chopping them up um, and letting the kids play with those as blocks. So lots of different options. And then just having the open space there so people can kind of do their own thing. We've seen a lot of things move around and I try to leave it because they're not doing any harm. So let them use their own creative ideas. I feel like it's like the new hidden gem of Wheaton. It's kind of like tucked in the back behind the marsh. So it's in like a really cool spot for people to kind of find. And Yeah, it's unique. And so what's the address if people want to go to that and just kind of see what it's all about? Uh, the actual address is 1000 West Lincoln Avenue. You can um, put that in a map search and that will get you to the end of Lincoln Avenue um, and you'll find it right there. Sounds great. And yeah, when you'll drive up, you'll be able to see it right there. It's perfect. It's great. Um, both Amy and I were out there for the dedication. There was a lot of families, a lot of kids out there playing around. We got some great pictures. So Yeah, we um, were lucky. We came early enough and we got to 
use the mud wall. Yeah, and yeah. Got to, <laughs> we got to do some of that stuff. I might take a little trip out there weekly just as a therapy uh, step away from uh, from the office. But yeah, it was a great a great event, and uh, Tara did a great job. Mm-hmm. So, where did the idea for the nature play area come from? Uh, the idea actually came from. Uh, movement that started actually about 14 years ago. And uh, there was a book written called The Last Child in the Woods, Saving Our Children from Nature Deficit Disorder. Uh, Journalist Richard Louv cited kids' lack of direct experience with nature was largely to blame for childhood obesity, attention deficit disorder, poor social skills. And his book actually sparked a national movement to inspire um, parents to lead their kids back outside and into nature. And I think the Wheaton community is really fortunate to have the Lincoln Marsh um, as a resource to inspire that sense of wonder. Um, Connecting people to nature and getting outdoors wasn't a new concept to us, though. Uh, Over 10 years ago, we joined the Chicago Wilderness to launch, excuse me, a regional initiative called the Leave No Child Inside. And that whole goal behind that movement was to improve children's health and foster generations of kids to care basically about the environment you know get people outdoors get them off their cell phones get them out of tv watching videos and and whatnot and i think the idea of creating an actual nature play space or a play area came from the feeling of opportunity you know we had the space for it we had an easy access location at the marsh to be able to to create and provide that Uh, and i'd been to many workshops on nature play itself so i thought that that would be a perfect uh location it's great. I mean, when I was a kid, we played outdoors. We did everything, nights, weekends, during the summer. That's all we did. You know, I feel like a lot of kids now, they aren't. Like you said, they're playing on their phones. They're playing video games. They're doing all this sort of stuff that, you know, a lot of other communities I don't think have the space and the outdoor resources besides parks to be able to promote something like this and give an area for kids to come and hang out and kind of be creative, but also give them these resources to to be able to play and not just a jungle gym and a swing set and a slide. And it's something very unique. And I think it's great that Wheaton is able to do that and promote that and see people actually invested in it and want to to join and play into that so i think i think it's amazing that um you guys were able to do that and had the idea and you know brought it to fruition so what was the process like turning it from an idea into reality it took a few years for the project to um, be completed so i hadn't been involved in a project like this before so there were regulatory steps including permits that needed to be completed schedules to work around weather that we needed to contend with but that time frame actually allowed the process to um, develop further for me i was able to dig deep into the idea and concept of nature play because in my eyes i wanted it to be the best in the area i had visited many and i wanted this to be Uh, the best, really. I took my boys and my husband to as many nature play areas as I could find. Um, Sometimes I just sat back and watched them, see what they were interacting in, because I could easily decide what I liked. And I could say, I want X, Y, and Z in our nature play area. But I knew that that's really what it was. It wasn't about that. So it was really enlightening to kind of watch others, my own kids um, and others, to see what sparked their curiosity and creativity. And what it all boiled down to is what they could do and experience, not looking at something, not just watching something that was cool or experiencing nature, actually doing something with it. So I applied for a grant through ComEd and their Green Region uh, program, Open Lands, and we were awarded the grant to start the project. And um, we basically started the planning and here we are in 2019 with the opening. 
Yeah, and a huge shout out to our parks department who helped, I think, also make the idea into reality. Uh, we're lucky enough where everyone in that department is pretty creative and can make all of our ideas kind of come into fruition. Yeah, it was really great because they were able to take my ideas and turn it into a reality and take my vision and even have some fun with it and get creative themselves, which I thought was really exciting. And I enjoyed working with them to put the project together was really fun. Are there other nature play areas in uh, the town of Wheaton that people can visit? To my knowledge, uh, Wheaton Park District is home to the only nature play areas in Wheaton, um, which is the Prairie Patch Play Area. And there is one at Cosley Zoo as well. Um, however, they are becoming increasingly popular and include everything from the kind of what I call the homegrown approach to those designed and built by companies who actually do that. Um, the, at a nature play conference that I attended actually in May, one of the presenters made a really interesting comment to the group before we got started that people shouldn't want nature play areas. We need them. Um, which really kind of resonated with me when I talked about earlier how I played in just open vacant land that surrounded my home um, because it was new construction area. That area is not there anymore. It's all homes. So there's more and more disconnect. Like you also referenced, Mark, it's not there anymore. The spaces are not necessarily just there naturally. So providing these kind of built, um, I guess if you want to call them locations, it provides people that opportunity. So last two questions here. Uh, How can people get involved in nature play? I think that really needs to be a personal approach depending on your family. Uh, For some, it might be a new concept and something that people aren't comfortable with. So they need some guidance and direction. They need a nature play area like we have to be able to help to foster that and get their creative um, curiosity feelings, I guess, going. Uh, And for others, it's just a matter of go outside and, you know, let curiosity inspire you. A coworker and I actually put together uh, tips for grownups when we were putting together our kiosk out at the play area because we thought, what can we do to help people to foster this and take this home and do this in their own backyards or in their own neighborhoods? So we put together a whole bunch of tips um, and we posted them. We have, you know, suggesting to give their children unstructured time outdoors. So much of our time is structured and you need to do this, that, and the other at certain, you know, specific times. Um, spending time outside with them. Don't just send your kids outdoors. Go outside and do something with them. Um, enjoy nature in your neighborhood. Uh, let your children take the lead. See where they take you. Uh, hold scavenger hunts as simple as go go look for this or see what you can find. Play games to encourage looking. You know, I spy games are really popular and fun for young kids. Um, direct your child's attention. So if you do see that kind of teachable moment, bring them back to that. Ask them to look for the bird in the sky or something of that sort. And don't be afraid to not know the to not knowing the answers. I mean, I think that's really important. It's so hard. People feel that they need to know the answers for everything, but it's okay to say, I don't know. Let's find this out together. Let's discover this together. It's perfect ideas, perfect tips for parents, and um, it's a great resource to have. Um, so kind of something you touched on, you know, how could parents or what are some of the DIY nature play activities that parents can do at home? Where can they go to find some of these ideas? There are many, many resources um, out there. So many things parents can do at home. It can be as simple as, you know, like I referenced before, backyard scavenger hunt, or as complex as constructing a mud kitchen in your backyard if you have the resources and space available. Provide loose loose parts, so rocks and sticks. Um, paintbrush, a cup of water. You know, you could paint your fence, paint a rock just with water and see the different colors. 
um, set aside part of your backyard to allow for kids for di- to dig. The list can really just go on and on um, through what I call my research and development phase of the project. Um, I found so many resources online. Pinterest is really helpful. Simple internet search for parents can pull up all sorts of resources. Three of the t- uh, there's three top um, websites that I really enjoyed are organizations: uh, Children and Nature Network, Get the Kids Outside, and then there's actually a Parents Guide to Nature Play on the Natural Start Alliance website as well. So there's lots of resources out there for people. Sounds some great information, some great uh, places for people to be able to go to do stuff at home. Again, if you're super busy and don't have the time, we have the nature play area at the Prairie Patch play area at the Lincoln Marsh. And, you know, we all have different summer camps as well that are over there. So, again, if you are looking for more information, you can reach out to Tara Johnson or you can always call the front desk or go to our website and um, they'll have all the information on there. So, again, thank you for uh, coming and uh, being the first uh, person, uh, first interview on the podcast. And uh, we uh, hope that uh, people get uh, into nature play and get involved and uh, you know really take advantage of the great areas that we have here um, at the Lincoln Marsh and uh, throughout the park district. Yeah thank you very much. I think uh, in closing I'd like to say one thing you know remember children are natural born scientists and naturalists they're curious inquisitive full of energy um, for the exploration in their world so as a play partner um, help to foster that harness that Um, and help to develop that relationship, which really will last a lifetime for kids. Um, I know it did for me. So thanks for having me. If you're interested in learning more information on the tips for adults Tara mentioned or the DIY projects, visit the kiosk at the Nature Play area or visit lincolnmarsh.org. On Discover Wheaton Park District this month, we have two events we want to highlight. The first event is called Game On which is this year's theme for Park and Recreation Month, which takes place every year in July. The event is free to the public and will be held on Thursday, July 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Northside Park. Some of the activities will be a scavenger hunt, Giant Connect Four, Gaga Ball, basketball, soccer, and more. Again, the date is Thursday, July 25th at Northside Park. So start lacing up your shoes and get ready to get in the game. Our second event is Music Mondays, and Amy will give us some more details about it. Yesterday we had the first Music Mondays of the summer with Peace Road. They are every Monday in July from 6.30 to 8.30, and there's concessions there, lots of kids' activities. We have several Wheaton Park District facilities there, some vendors, and obviously awesome music and hanging out in Memorial Park. If you're interested in the lineup or more information, please visit wheatonparkdistrict.com. Each month, we're going to finish off the episode with some questions, hopefully, that listeners will send in. Today, Mark and I will kind of give an example of what these questions will look like and some answers. So, Mark, my question for you is... Make it an easy one for me. Oh, boy. What is your favorite sport the Park District has and why? No bias, because I know you have your own sports, but if you had to pick... It's a tough one. So sports, I could go two different directions. I played college golf and we have a 27 hole golf course. So to me, that's, it's a great course. It's a public course. Anybody can go to it. It's in phenomenal shape. Uh, they do a great job over there. Um, I get to play it, you know, a couple times throughout the summer, you know, when I have a little bit of free time. So it's, it's phenomenal. So that would probably be my number one. 
I am in charge of basketball, but that is my second uh, love sport. Uh, I love North Carolina Tar Heels college basketball, so I'm really um, I pay attention to them a lot. I get a lot of ideas from them um, behind Amy's shoulder. Actually, in my office is a North Carolina Tar Heels a banner and flag, so uh, I represent them, uh, you know, through and through. But uh, that would be those would be the two sports that I, you know that we offer here or activities that, you know, I would uh, take advantage of. So, all right, Amy, what's the most fun or unique event that you run in the marketing department? Well, we have nine special events throughout the year and that's tough because each one is so different and I think it hits a different audience in the community. But I think my personal favorite is probably the reindeer run just because Christmas time is my favorite time of the year. And everyone comes out and wears costumes, and it's really fun. And we've had pretty good weather the past couple of years, which has been nice. That always helps out with a race. It does. So uh, I think right now, that's probably one of my favorites. Who, who says no to a reindeer run? Come on. Absolutely no one. If you have any questions, whether it's about an event, a program, an athletic activity, anything at all going on with the Park District, please email podcast at wheatonparks.org and we will do our best to answer a couple questions each month. Thank you for listening. Be sure to download, rate, share, and subscribe to A Talk in the Park wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the Wheaton Park District on Facebook and Instagram at Wheaton Park District. Additional information on Wheaton Park District programs and services can be found at wheatonparkdistrict.com. Until next time, this has been a talk in the park. A talk in the park is a production of the Wheaton Park District.